Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14 says these words. And those who are led by the Spirit of God... These are the sons of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Say that with me in whatever version you have, but I actually say it in my version. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, I want you to understand that the term son in the kingdom doesn't refer to the male. And in, in some translations to kind of accommodate with the with, with the sexes, we, they call it children of God. Those who are the sons of God, they are the children of God. Now you have to understand something. Children of God does not explain that verse. Being a child of God does not explain that verse. It's calling him a son. The, the, the Lord explains Jesus as a son because that's not because he's his son or he came out of the father. He is a son because that's his position. Sonship in the kingdom is not about sexes. It's about a position in the kingdom. So when, when, a, when a woman gets called a son, don't get offended. Because people say, well, we are sons and daughters. You know what? In a sense, yeah. But you have to understand that sonship to God is, is as a position of authority. It's a position of, 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 of honor and inheritance. Sonship is who you are. So don't be offended. Now, if you're really offended by being a son in this kingdom, woman... Don't worry, all of us men are going to be his bride one day. So you have to understand these are not, these are not terms that, that refer to the sex. These are terms that explain a position. Being a son of God. I want you to say that no matter how much you cringe. Say that I'm led by the Spirit of God. Therefore I am a son of God. All my life I wanted to say that and I've been afraid because you know, oh my gosh, what's people going to think? You know what? Exactly. Jesus says in the Bible, those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons, meaning it's a position of authority, meaning it's a position that opens doors. It's a position of, of being co-heirs with Jesus. Don't get mad at me. This is what Jesus said. He said, you are co-heirs with me, meaning everything that is Jesus is, is yours. When? How? Just because you got, gave your life to Jesus? Huh? No. When you learn to be led by the Spirit of God. There's a lot of people that are children of God around the world. But if you want to enter into your position of sonship. If you want to enter into your position of being a son in the kingdom. Then you've got to, got to, got to, got to be led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, for you to walk in the fullness of your calling, you have to understand the person of the Holy Ghost. You have to understand who the Holy Spirit is. Because if I have to follow this person He tells me to follow, i got to know who to follow. Who is He? Where's, where'd He come from? What's He like? If you want to walk into the fullness of God's calling, or fullness of God's authority, to be a son. To be a son. To be a son. Man, I don't know if you guys are getting this. Oh, a son in the kingdom. I'm a son. I'm the son. 
I'm his son. It's not a, it's not a, oh, he's got many children out there. Father Abraham had been, no, no, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about a position in the kingdom. It's a position of authority. It's a position of power. Everything that is the father's is yours when you're a son. You know what the word son means? Please listen to me carefully. The word son means you have already received your inheritance. For those of you that wonder what the heck I'm talking about. I'm talking about the time when God plugs you in a family. God puts you in a family so you can get your? Inheritance. No. God puts you in a family so you can receive your? Huh? Identity. Why? Because it's your identity that brings you your inheritance. So how do I stick with something to receive my identity? Be led by the Spirit of God. Be led by the Spirit of God. My gosh, who is this Holy Spirit? It doesn't even make sense. Most of us have grown Pentecostal. And so we think He's a wind or a fire or a all that stuff. And so we don't understand that the Holy Spirit is not a it or it's not a thing that happens. The Holy Spirit is power. He is not any less God than any of the other of the Trinity. I know we've been, we've said things like the Holy Spirit does not receive worship. He always points worship to Jesus. My friend, the Holy Spirit is God. If He is God, He is worthy of worship. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to worship the Holy Spirit. Because if you're not worthy of worship, you ain't God. <laughs> so don't let somebody tell you that. Jesus was saying it this way. He said, guys, listen to me, disciples, I've got to go. I've got to go. Like, don't go, don't go, Jesus, don't go. No, listen, listen, I've got to go. Why? Because I've got something better coming for you. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what do you say? Yeah. You know why? Because Jesus could only be at one place at one time. There were 12 disciples. And three probably got more of them than all the others. Jesus was saying this, listen guys, I've got to go because unless I go, I can't send the comforter. I can't send the one. In fact, Jesus was saying it this way. He said, I'm going to send someone who's just like me. He looks, he thinks like me. He walks like me. If I held you when you were sad, he will hold you. If I wipe your tears, he will wipe your tears. If I pick you up, he will pick you up. He's going to be just like me, except he's going to be with all of you all the time. This is how important the Holy Spirit is. Please listen to me carefully. You can blaspheme the Father and it will be forgiven you. You can blaspheme the Son and it will be forgiven you. But if you blaspheme the Holy Ghost, there is no forgiveness for that. Good God, how important is this guy? I... What is my purpose today? My purpose today is to show you the importance of the Holy Ghost in your life. The importance of how important the Holy Spirit was on Jesus. Because Jesus said it this way. The Spirit of the Lord is because He has anointed me. Meaning, Jesus could have been without the anointing. I'm pushing too many things today. There could have been Jesus, Son of God, born on earth without the Holy Spirit on Him. Meaning the Holy Spirit had to come on Him. And Jesus didn't move until the Holy Spirit came upon Him. That's how important the Holy Spirit was to Jesus, God sent to earth. I want you to understand how important it is. You can blaspheme the Father, you can blaspheme the Son. But if you blaspheme Him, you're done. It rhymes.
Do you understand who this person is? Do you understand who he is? And so God looks into heaven and says, what is the most prized possession in heaven? What's the most valuable thing that you can blaspheme me? You can blaspheme the son, but you can't blaspheme him. Let's send him to be in the hearts of these people. Let's send this precious Holy Spirit. Let's send this amazing God. Do you know the Holy Spirit is the God on earth. Because the Father, the Son, He's in my heart. No, He's not. He's in your heart by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He, He don't live in your heart. It's too small for Him. He lives in your heart by the Holy Spirit. So God's up there, Father's up there, Son is up there. Who is the one down here? Who is the one you talk to? Who is the one you speak to? Even though you can't pray in the name of the Father, you know, pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, but who is the one you're talking to day and night? Who is the one that's down here leading you? Who is the one that you should be like obsessed with? Who is the one who should have your attention, your affection, your obsession, your crazy? Who is the one who should have everything about you? So let me ask you this question. When's the last time you've spoken to the Holy Ghost? Oh, I talked to God. I didn't ask you that. Most of us have, a, have an easy time with God. We, we, we love Jesus. He died for us. He's our best friend. Right? Father, He's just loving, always forgiving, especially for us grace people. And we make the Holy Spirit out to be this gopher. He's the one who does what God tells him to do. Excuse me. He don't just do what God. He got a mind of his own. He is God. He is God. When you stand in the throne room one day. And you're standing before the throne room of God. Guess what? You're standing before the Holy Spirit. Because there are three in one. That will be when they come together. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to show you the importance of the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to show you the importance of the Spirit of God in your life. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons. Meaning, I will never walk into my full potential. I will never become who God created me to be. Come on, look at me. I'm not that ugly. I'm, I'm never going to walk in the fullness of that which God has created me to be. Until I learn to follow or be led by the Holy Spirit. You will never be a son of God. By being a good Christian. I keep the Ten Commandments. I love the Lord with all my heart. So a lot of people that love the Lord are a bunch of losers out there. The difference between all the other believers in the world and the ones that make it is this, my friend. Listen to me carefully. The difference is this. They're led by the Spirit of God. So what does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? Does that mean the Holy Spirit is running up in the front and I'm kind of like catching up with Him? Huh? What does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? What does it mean to be led? The word led comes from obviously the term of a shepherd leading a sheep. But you have to understand it's a lot deeper than that. Being led by the Spirit of God involves being mentored or being fathered by the Holy Spirit. It's like I with my kids, I, they, they, I lead them. It's like Danny when he leads a service. You understand? 
It's not, it's not this picture of someone running in front of you and you're trying to catch up with him. It's someone that leads and you follow them. It's someone who talks to you, who walks with you, who tells you which way to go, who tells you which way not to go. Jesus said the spirit of truth will come and he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you. <coughs> John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is the one who guides us into all truth. He's the one who keeps you. He's the one who protects you. Guys, do you understand how important it is to be led by the Spirit of God? What does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? Following Him? No. It means surrendering to Him. Being led by the Spirit of God means the sheep has no idea where the sheep is going. But the sheep is, does what the sheep is told by the Holy Spirit. Being led by God basically means this, to be controlled by Him. To where my will is so... I don't know what the word is, but my will is so a part of His will. That His will has taken over my will, where my will has no will of its own. There is only one decision I have to make, and that is to follow Him. There's only one decision I have to make, that whatever He says... I will do. Whatever He leads me, I will do. Whatever He commands me, I will do. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Do you know the Holy Spirit? Because you're never going to fulfill your destiny until you walk in an intimate relationship with the person the Bible calls the Holy Ghost. I just love saying the Holy Ghost. Just say the Holy Ghost. That sounds a good ring to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Now whenever you say the Holy Ghost, I don't want you to think of fire or power. And those are things that He does, but that's not who He is. Who He is is a person. The Bible teaches us very clearly that the Holy, the Spirit grieves. What does that tell you? That He actually is a person with feelings and emotions. That the Spirit grieves. He's not just this feeling that comes and does what God... No, He's a person. He has emotions. He has feelings. He actually tells you what to do. He's real. So what does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? You've got 2012 standing right in front of you. Or whatever year this you will be in front of. And you have a choice to either run it like you've always run your life. Thinking you're the boss. You're in charge. Just once in a while. Sunday I show up. You know. Crew call. Or you have a choice to say, God, every single second of my life. I want to, be, I want to live controlled by you. Controlled by your spirit. I want to live, for lack of a better term, possessed by you. I want to live so that my will is so engrossed in yours that the only will choice I've had to make is say, God, I'm all yours. Do whatever you want with me. Do you know the Holy Spirit today? Because if you don't know the Holy Spirit, forget me preaching about to be led by the Spirit of God. I came fully prepared to preach about being led by the Spirit of God until the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, talk about me. Make them like me. Make them like me. Because when they sin, I never leave them. Religion tells you that the Holy Spirit left you. Cast not thy Holy Spirit from me. David was lying. He didn't know what he was talking about. 
Because the Holy Spirit never leaves you. I looked up the word never. I will never leave you, never forsake you. I looked it up in the Greek. This is really deep. The word never actually means never. never. <laughs> there is no parenthesis that says, except if you sin, except if you fall, except if you listen to me, man. Who does the Bible call the spirit of grace? Do you know when grace was released on the earth? Huh? Do you know when grace was released on the earth? In Mount Sinai, on the top of the mountain, the law was given to man because man rejected God. Don't you for a second believe that the law was God's first intention? It never was. The law was given because man rejected a relationship with God. And as for a to-do list, God says, let me give you ten and see how you keep them. And death breaks out on the day the law was chosen. The law is given, death breaks out. But on the day grace is released. Not on Mount Sinai. But on Mount Zion, by the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Spirit fell, or the Spirit of grace, 3,000 people were saved. That's His nature. That's His nature. His nature is to save, to love, to abide with. And this amazing God up in heaven, this, this power, who even God the Father and the Son go, you can mess with me, you can mess with Daddy. You can mess with me and you can mess with Big Daddy. But don't mess with the Holy Ghost. Because he's precious. My precious. <laughs> I'm going to take him, the most valuable, precious thing, and let him be in your heart. I'm going to take the most precious, the, the same spirit that had to leave Jesus' body because he became sin. And put it in our hearts. Even though we live in sin. <laughs> God. I'm going to take the most priceless, precious gift. And give him to you. And you know what? You can use him however you want to. You can ask him things. You can make him take you stuff. You can make him bring stuff to you. You can do everything. Just be led by him. Because his plans for you are good. What he intends for you are great things. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. Nor has it entered your wildest imagination. What God has in store for you will be led by the Holy Spirit. So let me ask you this question. How much of the day do you spend think thinking about the Holy Ghost? Huh? How much of your time is spent... Getting to know the person of the Holy Spirit. Do you know who He is? Do you know how He works? Do you know what He does? Do you know how He thinks? Huh? How do you get to know somebody? Spending time. spending time with them. Let me ask you this question. How much time do you spend with the Holy Spirit? Oh, I read my Bible. Shut up, you religious freak. That's not what I asked you. How much time do you spend getting to know the Holy Ghost? How much time of your day do you talk to him and go, Hey, dude, the cool dude, <laughs> the precious, amazing, whoop, whoop, cool dude. What's up? What's the day look like today? Huh? What's the forecast? What's it going to look like? It's going to be good because I'm with you. How important is the Holy Spirit to you? Now let me ask you this question. Proverbs chapter 3, I think it's what, 22, 3, 5? Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, 
Help me. And He will direct your path. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Holy Spirit with all your heart. And don't lean to your own. Guys, I wrote this in my notes yesterday when I sent you all the email out. Can you just sit back and think how many times would you escape major, major blunders if you would just been led by the Holy Spirit? How many times would you have saved big time screw-ups that maybe the church world said, the Lord giveth and the Lord... It was just you being stupid because you didn't know the Holy Ghost. Guys, on 31st night, I heard the Lord speak to me strongly. He said, this is the season that we will know the person of the Holy Spirit intimately. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM PO Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.